good morning and welcome to Yonville Community Church. As you can see, it is Christmas, uh, my favorite time of year. We're going to talk a lot more about Christmas uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, but welcome to our Advent series. Uh, it is so great that you're here with us, so great that you're joining us uh, to come home for Christmas. Uh, we pray that uh, this series, this uh, time today will be something that helps you draw near to God. Uh, if you are new with us, uh, and a special welcome to you. Uh, great to have you with us. Um, we'd love to know that you've been here. Uh, in fact, for everybody who's watching today, uh, let us know what's going on in your life. Uh, hit the connect card button or, or the link down there on YouTube and uh, let us know uh, how God is working in your life. Uh, let us know what you're looking forward to this Christmas. We'd love to pray alongside you uh, in that. Uh, it is, of course, coming towards the end of the year. Uh, so for those, those of you who are financial partners with us, thank you for your uh, continued partnership. Uh, there's a couple of weeks left to get end of year checks in. We would love to finish the year uh, with a healthy bank balance as we look towards next year and look towards uh, physically reopening a building sometime, sometime, sometime next year. Uh, not too far in, we hope. Uh, so thank you for your uh, generosity as we continue to bring the hope of Jesus to the Napa Valley and beyond. One of my favorite parts about Christmas is singing all of the old Christmas carols. Uh, in fact, I look forward to it every year. And so today for our first Sunday in Advent, I'd like to introduce uh, an old friend of mine, uh, Alana Glover, who sings with uh, a group called Emu Music. The links will be down below. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, uh, Emu is gonna be presenting our Christmas music. Uh, so we're really thankful to Emu for letting us use their material. Uh, let's sing Joy to the World. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature.
Good morning. My name's Joanna. Our Bible reading this morning is from Zephaniah chapter 3, verses 17 to 20. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. I will remove from you all who mourn over the loss of your appointed festivals, which is a burden and reproach for you. At that time, I will deal with all who oppressed you. I will rescue the lame. I will gather the exiles. I will give them praise and honour in every land where they have suffered shame. At that time, I will gather you. At that time, I will bring you home. I will give you honour and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your very eyes, says the Lord. I'm not sure what your favourite Christmas movie is. Uh, it's that time of year when the TV networks roll out the new movies as well as all of the old Christmas favourites as well. Uh, we've got a few Christmas favourite movies at our house. Uh, Home Alone is definitely one we love. We watched it a couple of days ago. Uh, Elf, uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, Netflix had one called uh, Princess Switch. I think that was fun. And uh, there's that movie where everybody always asks, is it actually a Christmas movie at all? Um, Die Hard. Uh, I'd love to know what your favourite Christmas movie is because chances are it might not be on my list. Um, so let me know uh, in the comments below. Uh, send me an email. Uh, there is one more Christmas film that I only saw for the first time a year ago, uh, even though it was made in 1954. And of course I'm talking about White Christmas with Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. I'd never seen it before. Uh, they were playing it uh, just up here in the Lincoln Theatre in Yonville. And so I went with Joe and Jamie and we loved it, uh, actually, especially that scene at the beginning where Bing Crosby uh, sings I'll Be Home for Christmas dressed in his uh, army uniform. It was originally a song written from the perspective of a World War II soldier who wished that he could be home with his family for Christmas, but it wasn't going to happen. Uh, I want to give a shout out uh, to all our servicemen and women who are on deployment this Christmas uh, and this Christmas season away from your families. We thank you uh, for your sacrifice of being away. Uh, we want you to know that we appreciate you. We are praying for you back here at home and we're praying for your families as well uh, because we all understand the longing to be home for Christmas. Uh, there's something about being home for Christmas that is uh, comforting and familiar and wonderful. You know, it's the time spent with loved ones, the, the family traditions, the memories that build up over years. And even when things aren't perfect with your family, you're still home. I do hope and pray that you get to enjoy that feeling of being home this Christmas. Uh, when it comes to church, things will be slightly different this year because we can't hold church services in person. We'll be holding our Christmas services online. Uh, now, if your household is like mine, that means probably almost nothing will be different this Christmas. Almost uh, everything we've done this year has been at home and online the whole year. Uh, so not too much change there. We've had Jamie taking his junior year at home this year. Uh, he's been home since March. Charlotte took her first semester of college at home. And of course, our church services have been coming to you uh, every week from right here in our living room. Uh, so it shouldn't surprise you that uh, this year at Yonville Community Church, we are having Christmas at home. 
I hope that's not a disappointment to you. Instead, our prayer is that you, uh, as we continue online over the next few months, uh, as you join our Christmas series online, I want you to feel like you're coming home each week. I want you to feel like you belong. I like your part of Yonkville Community Church, like you're part of our church family here, a part of my family here. I want you to feel like you get to come home every Sunday this December as we come back to that story that's been the cause of celebration for Christians for the last 2,000 years. Uh, as we light up our living rooms with decorations, I want us to light up our hearts as we look forward to that night when the light of the world shone into the darkness. So will you pray with me as we open the Bible this morning? And as we invite God to speak into our homes and speak into our hearts, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, as we, as we begin this Christmas season, help us to come to you as we remember the story of the birth of Jesus, as we sing the old songs, as we encounter again the wonders of your love. Help us to come home to you. Will you speak through your word today, wherever we might be listening from, so that we Finish this time feeling closer to you than we do now. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I don't know if you've ever been away from home at Christmas. I've never been away myself at Christmas. I've always had at least my immediate family with me. Although thinking about uh, being at the Lincoln Theatre a year ago makes me realise that this is our family's second Christmas away from our extended family back in Australia. Uh, there's my parents, there's Joe's parents, all of our siblings, all of our nieces and nephews. Uh, for our kids, that means another Christmas without their grandparents and their aunties and uncles and cousins. Uh, there is a kind of longing for home that will be just below the surface for our family this Christmas season. And that feeling of longing is part of the original Christmas story too. If we go back into the history of God's people, uh, in the centuries before Jesus was born, God's people encountered all kinds of difficulties and turmoil. Uh, their once great no a nation had been toppled um, by internal division and then there was external pressure from the great empires of Assyria and Babylon. And so within 400 years, God's people went from being a, an international powerhouse uh, to being a people who were pathetic and scattered and subdued and forced away from their homeland. And when they were finally allowed to return, they were made to live under foreign rule. See, God's people longed for home. They longed for what they'd lost. They longed for the familiarity and comfort and stability that they'd once known. And more than that, they longed for the presence of God to be with them in the midst of those dark years. I don't know what you're feeling uh, like as you come into Christmas this year. Perhaps you feel a bit like the situation we've just described. Uh, lots of us have been destabilised by events this year globally and I know some of you have been destabilised by events that have happened in the lives of those closest to us. Perhaps that you, that's you listening this morning and you understand something of that longing that the Israelites felt, of wanting to feel the closeness and presence of God in the midst of a difficult season. Uh, if that's you, we would... Love you to reach out to us and, and to let us know so we can pray with you and pray for you in whatever circumstances you find yourself in. That's part of what it means to be a family. You can come home, you can share whatever's going on in your life. You can find the support that you need. I'd love for our church to be the kind of, uh, that kind of support for you this Christmas. Because sometimes all we can do is pray and wait for the Lord. 
Uh, but we know that's not always easy. Uh, from the history of Israel, we know that God's people have a habit of forgetting God, of forgetting his promises and wandering away from him in the process. And that's the context for the book of Zephaniah that we just read from before. Uh, Zephaniah, he was this prophet sent by God at the time when the northern kingdom of Israel had already been taken into captivity by the Assyrians. Uh, that was an act of God's judgment because his people had wandered away from him and fallen into sin. And now, just a hundred years or so later, a similar threat faced the southern kingdom of Judah. And somehow God's people hadn't learned from the mistakes of their northern cousins. And so Zephaniah is sent to speak a word of judgment, uh, to speak a word of warning about God's coming judgment, unless the people repent and turn back to him. Sadly, most of the people didn't listen. God's judgment falls. And the Old Testament closes with no happy ending, just a sense of longing, a sense of longing for God to bring restoration. What restoration are you longing for this Christmas? What hope would you want God to speak into your situation? What would, what would it take for God to set things right in your life? Well, this is where Zephaniah is not just a prophet of judgment, but he's a prophet of hope. Uh, and what he speaks is a prophecy of hope because into the darkness, into the midst of a people who are wandering away from God, God speaks these words through the prophet about a day that's to come, a day when God will come to his people and when he will set things right. Verse 19, he says, At that time I will deal with all who oppressed you. I will rescue the lame. I will gather the exiles. I will give them praise and honor in every land where they've suffered shame. At that time, I will gather you. And at that time, I will bring you home. I will give you honor and praise among the peoples of the earth. When I restore your fortunes before your very eyes, says the Lord. We live in a world where things are not always as perfect as we want them to be. You know that as well as I do. But did you hear God's promise to his people? If you are facing oppression, God will one day deal with those who are causing you grief. God won't let those injustices go unpunished. He will deal with your tormentors on the day that he returns. And for those struggling with physical infirmities, did you hear God's promise? The lame he will rescue Perhaps this Christmas you're living with a physical disability or or a mental health issue or a chronic illness or, or just the advancing of years and the toll that it takes on your body. Perhaps you're caring for somebody with health concerns like that. As you look over the horizon, God promises that these physical problems won't last forever for us. He will rescue you from them one day when he returns on that day. Perhaps you are an an exile, you're you're an outcast, you're alone, you're lonely this Christmas. Are you facing Christmas without a loved one, somebody you've lost this year? God promises that you won't be left out there on your own. He will gather you. And for all of us who are part of his family through faith in Christ, the future is one where God himself will gather us and bring us home. He will shower us with honor and praise and singing like it says back in 17 uh, verse 17 uh, that day will be like home uh, being home for christmas as god restores our fortunes before our very eyes can you imagine that 
At that time, I will gather you. At that time, I will bring you home, says God. See, I think what we really long for at Christmas is not just home, but we long for our eternal home. And it's God's big plan at Christmas to bring us home. A few years ago in Australia, we had a Christmas miracle. Uh, There was a father and his two young sons who disappeared uh, during a road trip in a very remote part of the country in northern Queensland. Uh, They'd filled up their truck in a town called Longreach and they had a 600-mile journey uh, on back roads to the coast to Cairns. And a week later, their families hadn't heard from them. They just disappeared. And so the authorities were called in and a full-scale search was launched. But Queensland is a big place and the searchers didn't have much to go on. You can imagine 900, um, uh, 600 miles of uh, stretch of road. I'd be like conducting a search of, you know, Utah or something for a, for a single truck or, or looking through half of Montana, something on that scale. Uh, there were police, there were mining companies, there were farmers uh, with their mustering helicopters. Uh, there were shopkeepers and gas stations all looking for a lost man and his boys, but no trace was found. And that was until a farmer called Tom Wagner uh, was at church one Sunday and the blokes were talking about uh, this missing Ford with a trailer. And so farmer Tom thought about the national park near his farm and he wondered if they'd got lost there. Uh, He'd been planning to go water skiing, but it was a Sunday, so he thought he'd just get on his ATV and go and have a look for them. And I have to do this bit in the rural Queensland accent for you, uh, just like the farmer did in his television interview. So he packs a couple of sandwiches and he he has a bit of a look down a couple of roads in this national park. And sure enough, he finds some tyre tracks and uh, he can see that a car had been bogged once and then it had kept going again. Well, to cut a long story short, he he follows the tyre tracks all the way until he found the car and the missing man and the boys. Uh, They were hungry, but otherwise safe and sound. Uh, But I guess if they hadn't been found, it would have been a very different story. Uh, Instead, their rescue was a Christmas miracle. What I love about Zephaniah, uh, what I love about Jesus, is that God doesn't leave us stuck and helpless. He doesn't leave us bogged down in the mistakes we've made in life. He doesn't leave us trapped in sin. He doesn't leave us lost. Instead, the miracle of, Chris, of the Christmas story is that God himself comes to find us. God himself comes to rescue us. God himself comes and finds us and gathers us and brings us home and he forgives us and he restores us. God himself does it because he knows that we aren't able to do it on our own. It's like the story of the prodigal son, this son who tells his father that he wants his inheritance and he goes off and he squanders the money in wild living until there's no money left. And so he takes a job as a laborer, tending pigs and and in his hunger and in his shame, he recognizes what he's done and, and he longs to be back home. And so he prepares a speech in his mind for his father. A father, I've sinned against heaven. I've sinned against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your servants. That's what he plans to tell his father. But you know how the story ends? Story of the prodigal. The father runs to greet his son. Uh, All is forgiven. The father calls for a great celebration because his son who was lost is now found. Uh, The Christmas story, it's a story of God 
running to greet his lost family members and welcoming them home. Jesus says it three different ways in Luke 15. God's like a shepherd who goes out to find a lost sheep. God's like a person who looks for a lost coin until he finds it. God steps into our mess by sending Jesus to rescue us and bring us home. And when we come home, there is such rejoicing in heaven, perhaps like the Christmas celebrations we'll all have in just a few weeks' time. When we come home to God, it is cause for celebration. Because the Christmas story is all about restoring our fortunes, like it said in Zephaniah 3. Jesus leaves his home in heaven and he steps into our world to bring light into the darkness. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, said the prophet Isaiah. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. This Christmas, uh, this season, as we come home for Christmas, I'm praying that the light of Jesus will shine into your darkness, that in Jesus you'll find peace and hope and joy. More than that, I'm praying this Christmas that you come to Jesus and you find your home in him. Because just like the prodigal, there's nothing we can do that will stop the Father from running to us, pursuing us and gathering us and bringing us home if we'll just let him do it. So this December, will you come home for Christmas? Will you come back to God? Will you come back to his presence? Will you come back to his blessing? Will you come back into his embrace? Will you come home? I have a word for all of us who already know Jesus like that, for for those of us who've already come home to him. This Christmas, will you invite others to come home to Jesus as well? What better gift could you give this Christmas than the gift of inviting somebody to find their home and to find their happiness in Jesus? We have three more services this December. So why not invite your friends, invite your family, invite your neighbours to watch? We'll be sending out digital invitations. We'll have some paper invites you can put in with your Christmas cards. On Christmas Eve, we'll be premiering our Christmas concert with Westmont College Uh, with orchestral performances and choral pieces and a Christmas message from me. It's going to be a wonderful concert, a wonderful Christmas service. And we do hope you'll take the opportunity to invite your friends and family and neighbours to come home to Jesus this Christmas. So for now, why don't we pray that God will bless us richly as we begin this Advent season and as he brings us home. Let's pray. Father, we do pray that this season we would know the feeling of coming home to you, of finding our comfort, of finding our familiarity, finding our stability, finding our blessing and our hope all in you. And we know things will be different. Father, we pray that we'd experience the great joy of your celebration as we come home. We pray again for all of those who are overseas, away from family, for those deployed. Father, we pray that you give them joy and peace and comfort but mostly the joy and peace and comfort of knowing your your son Jesus Christ and knowing life and forgiveness and wholeness in him. Father, we pray that this would be the message that we put on our lips as we go this, this season into the Christmas period. We pray that for Jesus' glory alone. And we pray in his name. Amen. Please join with me in prayer.
loving Lord and Heavenly Father, how we rejoice as we remember the wonder and the joy of the birth of Christ into our fallen world on that first Christmas night when the Prince of Peace himself came to dwell among men as was promised to our forefathers so many years before. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of your Son. Thank you for the glorious gospel of peace that is in our hearts when we trust in his name. Thank you for the person of Jesus Christ, who laid aside his heavenly glory and was born to die so that we might be born again and live. We give you thanks, Father, for our prayer meeting. Thank you for gathering us together to share and pray about the different ministries here at church, for Pastor Dan and the elders, for your church to be bold in inviting others to our online Christmas services, and as we prayed for the church heading into a new year. Help us, Father, to keep our eyes fixed on you, May we be an encouragement to others by your Holy Spirit. Enable us to become good witnesses of Christ to others, all for your glory alone. We love you and we thank you for all that you have done for us in our Lord Jesus. And in his precious name we pray. Amen. This is a message for all the grown-ups. Yonville Kids Church is hosting our very own Christmas cookie decorating event. This is for elementary age kids and it will be held on Zoom on the 13th of December. It is going to be fantastic. We'll each be decorating our own cookies. We'll have a guest star in to sing some Christmas songs with us and we'll be hearing about the very first Christmas. This is such an awesome opportunity for us to share the good news of Jesus with all of the kids in our lives. So we encourage you to be bold and share this invitation with any kids that you know. They may be your own, they may be your grandkids or your neighbours, but we would love to see all of them come and hear the good news. You can register on the Yonville Church website. I'll put the link right here and we look forward to seeing you there. Well, we do pray that today uh, has been a blessing to you. Uh, we hope that you felt uh, at home uh, with us and at home with the Lord this week. And so we pray as you go into your week that you'll continue uh, to find your comfort and your stability, uh, not in the situations around you, but in the Lord who loves you. Uh, so until we see you again, uh, goodbye and God bless. Mm -hmm.